Steve Lance, your host of the Capitol Report on NTD News. If you have not done so yet, please hit that subscribe button to stay up to date with all of the latest news coming out of the nation's capital and beyond. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen on Tuesday admitted to something that most Americans have known for months, that she and other top officials last year wrongly assessed the rising inflation. In 2021, Yellen said inflation posed only a, quote, small risk. She was among those who initially framed inflation as a temporary side effect of the economy returning to normal after the pandemic. She admitted Tuesday that she had failed to anticipate how long inflation would last and how bad it would be. I think I was wrong then about um, the path that inflation um, would take. As I mentioned, there have been unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted uh, energy and food prices and um, supply bottlenecks that have affected our economy badly that I didn't, at the time didn't fully understand. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell has also taken heat for what critics call a slow assessment and response to the rising inflation. Here to assess the situation, our next guest is chief economist at the Texas Public Policy Institute, Vance Ginn. Vance Ginn, thank you so much for joining us on the Capitol Report. Thank you. Vance, Secretary of uh, Treasury Janet Yellen has just walked back some of her previous statements that inflation would be manageable and that it posed a small risk. Um, is there accountability or should there be uh, for such people who hold such significant positions and control the direction of the country to a certain degree? Well, you know, I mean, we saw this coming. Whenever you put that much money into the economy, running massive deficits, $6 trillion over the course of the last two years, uh, but increase of about 25% of the national debt to $30 trillion. And then you have the Federal Reserve printing much of that money, monetizing the debt. What you're going to have is inflation. <laughs> the result is going to be inflation. So we've been saying, many of us have been saying this for a long time, that it's not transitory inflation. It's not going to be a short term. It's more persistent inflation, just given how much money has been pumped into the economy. And so the White House likes to blame everywhere else. I mean, even if you look at the Federal Reserve, they thought this was going to be transitory inflation. They all got it wrong. And so a lot of them are coming out now saying, well, we got this wrong, but there aren't really any repercussions. What I hope maybe the repercussions will be that the American people will see that what they're doing is, is is making the economic situation worse. That's what the Treasury and the Fed are doing. And we need to change those policies of big government and get back to a more free market approach. Vance, had Secretary Yellen anticipated uh, the inflation that we're experiencing now in the, in the correct way, uh, could she have taken measures or given different uh, advice to avoid this uh, skyrocketing inflation? Well, I think a big part of that would have been not passing the American Rescue Plan Act last year, ARPA, um, right around $2 trillion that's being pumped into the economy, increased the national debt by about that much, and then you get it monetized by the Federal Reserve, which is going to lead to more inflation. If there's too much money chasing too few goods, and they've been regulating the heck out of the supply side of the economy, you're going to see massive inflation. And it's been 8.3% as measured by the headline CPI, and in some measures, you know, have it even higher than that. And so I really think they need to do a better job of understanding how economic policy influences the economy and people's lives. I mean, this is influencing everyone around us, right? I mean, if, even, if even if your wages have went up, let's say by 8%, 
you still have a real reduction. Your purchasing power is going down because inflation is going up at 8.3%. This is a disaster. Many people are having to go into their savings accounts. And it's just one thing after another where the Biden administration says one thing, but they're they're really doing something else. And, and so I hope that they can get away from these policies of getting away from fossil fuels. We need more production. If you think about oil and gas prices being so high, we need to be reducing the deficit, not focused on rate increasing government spending and raising taxes, but really allowing allowing for a lot of this government spending to just start to stop and slow down so we can have uh, you know, balanced budgets again. Imagine that. We haven't seen that in so long. There's just so many things that should be on the table. Vance, we hear all kinds of uh, uh, viewpoints as to why we're here and uh, why it was not able to be foresaw uh, on her side. Uh, is it fair to shift some of the blame on external factors such as supply chain, or do you think there was enough or is enough to do policy-wise uh, to subdue this economic cancer? Well, I think that the supply side issue has been a concern. And especially early on, you know, in COVID and when things were opening back up, that did reduce some of the supply chains, um, the, the action that was going on there. But that would just have increased prices in those particular markets. Inflation is when you have the general level of prices going up all around you, which is driven by increases in the money supply being greater than supply and you know, supply that's out there. And so uh, by looking at only the supply constraints, that's just one part of the one part of the one piece of the puzzle to the overall puzzle that we should be looking at. And so they're missing everything, all of the major factors that are going into the economy. I mean, the amount of government spending that's been put out there, the checks that were handed out, the unemployment benefits that were um, an extra plus up overall, all these things were driving up the amount of inflationary pressure because the Fed just monetized that increase in the national debt. And so really what I think they should be doing is is rolling back a lot of the regulations, finding ways to increase oil and gas production, finding ways to cut taxes where you can and really start to reducing government spending in areas that they shouldn't be spending money on. And by doing so, we can have a more vibrant economy, um, more people going back to work and then allowing for this inflationary pressure to start going back down because 8.3% is way too high. I think we're in a period really of stagflation. I mean, the first quarter GDP was down 1.5%, contraction in the first quarter and now we're having a continued slow growth here in the second quarter, um, along with high inflation. That's the definition of inflation. I mean, stagflation. Vance Ginn, thank you so much. Thank you. I just want to thank everybody for listening to this episode. If you enjoy our content, please leave us a rating and a review as it really goes a long way in helping us spread the truth. Until next time, I'm your host, Steve Lance at NTD, and we'll see you soon.